Hello and welcome to the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. Today we're going to have an awesome guest with us, Sarah Shepard. And she is a builder, a teacher, and a Gene Keys guide. And she's created this amazing um, tool right now for practitioners called Karma Well. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about her and then we're going to dive straight into her and I'm going to introduce you to her. Sarah Shepard, she said, I want to build a healthcare system within our healthcare system based on a new ecology, a marketplace that teaches patients how to heal deliberately and consistently as a way of life, a system that is built by practitioners for practitioners. After establishing her first massage and therapy and wellness clinic at the age of 28, Sarah went on to grow her clinic to multiple seven, seven figures and a team of 30 plus experts and now works clinically only four hours per week because she chooses to. Sarah continues to practice massage and energetic healing modalities included in Andean shamanism, breathwork, prayama, and therapeutic movement in Vernon, British, Colum British Columbia, and through online courses. In her 20-year practitioner career, she has always been guided to collaborate with multiple disciplines and curates care based on a body, mind, and soul approach in retreat events and private consultation. Now, Sarah dedicates her passion, knowledge, and experience to helping other health professionals and practice owners to realize their own goals and aspirations. Sarah coaches leadership through understanding team dynamics, weaving together her, her spa and clinical management experience, as well as her private coaching and retreat event management background. She uses her industry expertise in business development and health plan programming in combination with her human design and Gene Keys teaching career. Karma Well Health was born from Sarah's passion that health and wellness industry leaders and multidisciplinary practitioners are stronger when in collective collaboration. Her experience with her membership-based massage business taught her the value of creating a container of expectation for care, but it also demonstrated how a business could provide a practitioner a place for them to thrive with predictable and reliable membership revenue. Sarah, welcome to the podcast. How you doing? Oh, Apafanio, thank you so much for having me. What a treat this is. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Thank you for that beautiful intro. It's a pleasure to meet you, pleasure to have you with us today. And let's get started. Let us let us begin. Tell us something that no one knows about you. Something about yourself. I own a software company, but I couldn't fix a printer if I, my life depended on it. I am the most technically... Um, challenged person you might ever meet my phone this morning isn't functioning it just stopped it's uh amazing to me that i have a have a, a software company um i'm so grateful to the people that support me in this because uh yeah electronics and me don't necessarily always match and so it is quite a conundrum and a funny space to live in where i'm continually humbled <laughs> 
That's amazing because it really shows that if you want to do something, you don't really need, even need to know about it. You just open up and connect and the people show up and you start having this flow of energy. And next thing you know, it just happened. And yeah. there's the yeah. example. There's Sarah showing this is it. So yeah. it's really beautiful. Now, tell us when was the your fork in the road in your journey when you at some point, the biggest like decision in your life that got you where you are right now? Well, as we were speaking in the opening, I have quite a few six lines. And so for those people that are familiar with human design and gene keys, there's this triphasic life where it's quite experiential and painful in the early years. And there's lots of ideally trial and error or, or learning from experience. And, and so I have many examples of um, quite painful experiences um, I'm a romantic by nature, and I love love, and I've, I've been shaped by love in many, many different ways. But the probably the biggest kind of fork in my life came, you know, parallel to many people because it was this celestial event in 2020 where we ended the you know 12 zodiac signs of the Chinese astrology. It ended, and it it started with the the new one, the metal rat, and during that year i came to the realization that my marriage was coming to a close and i had been resisting that for quite a few years it was showing up in my health i wasn't sleeping well my hair was falling out my teeth were starting to crack and i deeply loved this person that i was with and we were growing apart and our five-year-old son we just had learned that he uh, is autistic and that was something that was not anticipated for us in our life we were 18 years apart when we were together he's still on this earth but we're friends now we're no longer in a, a marriage container um we had a retreat center to together, um, a couple of homes and a couple of businesses, all of them imploded simultaneously, and he got a brain injury. And so sort of everything that I had known that I had created to this level of certainty of who I was as a mother, as a wife, as an entrepreneur, all of it came under question all at the same time over a course of a very short period of time. And Thankfully, the gene keys came into my life during this time. And so there was like this light of like, hang on, I feel there's more to what's going on here. I feel that the rug is being pulled out from underneath me for a reason. And I see so much of what's coming in the future. And yet everything is crumbling around me. Everything that I've known to be me is is crumbling as it does when we have these dark nights of the soul or when these kind of life plans that we're on are going one direction and then actually sorry, that's not the way that you're going. And so that's such a humbling experience. But, you know, one of the brilliant elements that I reflect on now is that I've experienced so many deaths and rebirths in this life that I know I can do it. I know I can get through it. I know that no matter how bad it feels or how horrendous the alive trauma is or the experience that I'm in, I know that it's part of the illusion. And I know that I am deliberately moving towards a greater future and that this is a crumbling it's an element of the the skin falling away and so that helped me significantly through that and in that experience in that moment when you found the jinkies and your life was falling apart when was the exact moment that it was you were at the at the lowest and if you could ex share with us that experience i know sometimes it's hard to revive and revisit those moments but it's very important 
because then we're going to co go through that with you. And that really reaches the people because a lot of the people are going through that stuff right now within many different layers. So it's very powerful when we go into that moment and then we take it from there. If, if you're, if you're okay, you know, sharing that with us. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, those dark, dark spaces where where I was, you know, the deepest in the shadow was when I was most identified with the person that needed to be a great mother, needed to be a great entrepreneur, needed to be a great, you know, all of these layers that I of expectation that I put on myself, that core wound that I have, so many layers of expectation, and 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 in the depths of that moment in the in that time, it it was it was clear to me that this was. This was a, a moment of prayer of prove to me I'm prove to me who I am because I'm losing all of these experiences of who I know myself to be. And I can feel in my heart this greater purity and this greater wisdom. But right now, in the depths of you know, crying in the bathtub, I was so much crying. Fafanio, there were so many like low moments of standing up and then falling down again and then standing up and then falling down and and in the depths of it, there was a lot of alcohol as well, which slows down transition. It slows down transformation, that field of transformation that is so uncomfortable. It needs lucidity. And I was for quite a time in an avoidance pattern around that. So yeah, that 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 whole kind of 2019, 2020, I would say a lot of it was dark and um and I and I felt quite lost. I felt a lot of like, who am I in, in this space? I don't even know anymore. And so there's a piece of those times that there's some dissociation and some like missing elements of that, that depth. It was that dark. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what, and when you pass through all of that, what did you learn? How did, how did, what is the, the treasure that you got out when you pass through that darkness? into the or what did you find in that darkness that got you out of there through there and you now have at the other side of that the the part that i got through it is the ability to work with the darkness the ability to love that shadow piece as a benefic force and to titrate my experience to it so that i don't run headlong into the darkness in an effort to kind of defeat the beast. But what I've developed is the capacity to nurture and love my nervous system and my trauma, the years of trauma and the sanskaras that are alive in my being, and be really gentle with myself within that, to be able to, to show up and just do little bits at a time, as opposed to trying to bite off the whole um colossal amount of karma and trauma that show up in my body at, at those times and to take responsibility for myself within that 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 I'm the one that's needing to parent myself I'm the one that's needing to show up with the gentleness in my human experience in order to be this big light that I also know that I am and and so the process and, and it all came together when you were discovering the jinkies and discovering that you could use this tool to actually, you know, move yourself through this, you know, darkness that you were experiencing. So it was like you were seeing little lights that are the darkness in itself and something like that. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and initially, like the initial introduction to the Gene Keys, like the story was a, a dear friend of mine shared with me my life's work, that 33rd Gene Key. And it's the shadow of forgetting the gift of mindfulness in the city of Revelation. And my experience with Revelation is it's often painful and stark and a reality that comes like a force of, of a tidal wave. It's not like this you know, field of daisies where there's animals and rainbows and doves flying around and trumpets. That's not been my experience of Revelation. Revelation is like an awakening experience of so much illumination and then simultaneously so much grief for all of the elements of self that are not coming with me now. You know, all of these places that is like, oh, this doesn't, this doesn't move into this next timeline. And that I have so much attachment to these parts that are not moving into this timeline, but it all burns off really, really quickly. So the shadow work initially coming into the gene keys where you see this hologenetic chart where it shows you, here's all your shadows. And and I, my vanity was like, oh, uh -uh, I am not going, <laughs> I'm going to outthink this. I'm going to, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to, I'm going to navigate my way with this map so that I only live in my gifting or I only live in the cities. And it's taken me a, quite a few years to take that body of knowledge that I have of dealing with the nervous system and the co-regulating systems that we have as a, what I would call our electric body, um, the, the magnetic and neurochemical emotional body, this astral body that's within us. And I now, in working with the chart, it's like, yes, we have this chart and it's a map, but it's a map of terrain and your body is the terrain so when you go out on an adventure and you're in your body it's you know that it might look like a hill on a map but when you're in it you there's going to be rain there's going to be slippery surfaces there's going to be wild animals you're going to get knocked down a few times and it's the terrain that i now spend the most time with the map is there and it's sweet and it's alive and i love connecting with people in this so that i can bring my full level of compassion to their soul's journey, but it's that first bringing that element of that compassion to my experience of the soul's journey. Yeah. Very important, that compassion to yourself. You know, I, I keep, I say it over and over in my podcast is we are so mean with ourselves in our journey of growth. And because I saw myself also, you beat yourself up every morning. Oh, you, you're an asshole. You just messed up here and there. And so, it's to hug yourself and say, you know, this is this is going to take however long it's going to take. And we're just, you know, take it one day at a time and be kind. So it's incredibly valuable, very important to be nice to yourself. So so that was that was the lesson you learned. So what now let's uh, let's move to where you are right now. What keeps you up at night? What is it that you're like kind of like your focus is like? You know, oh my God, I gotta, I gotta tackle this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's I have such a passion for bringing people together collaboratively. I feel my heart the most open when I'm working with groups of people on a, a shared goal and on, on on helping people move through initiations and challenges. To me, this, you know, layer of the pearl brought it all together of, of course, we're here to be of service to each other. You know, of course, we're here in our highest expression to support other. And so what keeps me up at night is how to build systems of how to do that. What gets me up in the morning is how to facilitate systems for humanity to 
both take these ancient technologies of shamanism, medicine work, collective communing together, you know, as we come together in groups, we heal each other. There's morphogenic fields and the nature of us in a tribal way. All of that needs to come forward. All of that is really important. Uh, my nature that I've learned around this seventh gene key in my pearl is that my nature is to support other people shining in the world. I want to see people guided from within and empowered from within to know that they can save the world just by helping the people that are closest to them. And so what I get out of bed in the morning to do is to create a software system that is to help include practitioners in this, this wave of support that humanity is going through. And I, you know, initially when I started Karma Well, I saw it as a, um, a healthcare system. You know, we have a support system in Canada. That's a medical system. And being a practitioner for 20 years, I, I worked within this regulated system where you could use your health insurance and you would be able to see me as a massage therapist. And uh, I felt like I could do that in a better way where there wasn't a regulatory body overseeing practitioners, but that if we were cohesively working together, that there would be more dynamic availability of who you could see and when, and that would be an open marketplace, as well as... Um, in rather than waiting until we're in chaos and we've gone past our body's ability to manage itself what if we had a relationship with working with healing practitioners and healing events and coming together and communing and that that actually could be our healthcare what if that really was something that needed to have status as our health system so karma well as a as a web platform brings practitioners together that have all kinds of diverse backgrounds as well as maybe they're working in something that's like sound healing. You know, you wouldn't necessarily as an average person, I think put those two together, but I can, I can assure you sound healing is going to play a really influential role in where we're going. Um, anybody that kind of questions this or gives me a little bit of a raised eyebrow, I just ask them like, what was your favorite concert that you went to? And what was that feeling when everyone was singing together? How did that feel in your body and you'll feel your frequency rise. So humanity and frequency are coming, you know, into this, this new space where we're starting to realize that sense, that flow sense of our gifting and that flow sense of us coming together. That's incredibly healing. And so Carmel is a dynamic marketplace where, where people can build a lifestyle of interacting with people like Gene Kiesky guides, shamans, and, and elements of what you traditionally maybe wouldn't think of for healthcare, but that we can also gift that to other people. We can also send somebody that's in an experience of challenge, like a transition, like a divorce or a death or something like that, that practitioners to support them through that. And that element of gifting care was something I saw in my former business. It was a, it was a, it was a nature that I observed in a brick and mortar clinical setting where traditionally in massage therapy in British Columbia anyway, Practitioners would work with physiotherapists, osteopaths, other regulated practitioners. And I started a clinic that was registered massage therapist, but we also had Reiki, um, you know, um, reflexology, estheticians, relaxation massage, less regulated practitioners that were really gifted healers, but hadn't gone to the same level of education that we have in, in Canada. It's quite a high level um, for massage therapy. It's a three-year program and you're consistently doing upgrade 
um, work throughout the course of your whole career. So what was interesting to observe in a spa setting was that people associate spas with gift certificates. During Christmas, during Valentine's Day, there's like this surge of experiences that are, people associate with gifting, but that doesn't happen in a clinical setting. And so I thought, well, this is fascinating. People want to gift healing. There's just never been this space that's easy to do it. So everything within Karma Well is set up so that it can be gifted to somebody else. And um, like I was sharing with that part around frequency and frequency healing, the, the, the nature of the person that offers the gift first, that, that, that benevolent force of love really starts to propagate more of it. You know, this, this, um, this experience of humanity giving to one another creates this, this wildfire of love and nurturing. And so that's what I see for the world. And that's what I'm endeavoring to, and that's what gets me out of bed in the morning. Beautiful, beautiful. You kind of already went a little bit into my, when was my next question, but I'm going to say just if you have something to add to that, um, what is your vision for humanity's future? Well, my vision for humanity's future is, is sort of the next layer to that, actually. Uh, I believe that corporations, big companies are powerful ascended masters that have the opportunity to contribute in a meaningful way to the collective awakening. And so where I see the world going is that this network that I'm creating of healing practitioners could be a, a health benefits program for, for companies that are looking to financially contribute to awakening health where in the past we had insurance companies and we still live in a marketplace where that's primarily how it goes. It's a, a, a bridge between the entrepreneur or the business, then there's an insurance company and then there's the practitioners. And I would like to offer us a, a, a solution where as conscious entrepreneurs, we take the responsibility to help support awakening health, to help support me, people moving through their initiations. And so by, by channeling resources, into our employees and our family members and our communities uh, accounts of what they have that allows for this this resource that a company has to play this parenting role to pay this patriarchal positive role in humanity being protected and cared for so that they can move through this transition that we're in right we're in a big time of transition today is the First, I guess would it be the first day or the second day of the month, the rave month, the new year, the lunar new year started yesterday. So we'll, we'll call it the first one or two days of the rave calendar, which is also the lunar calendar. So we're in the, the time of the dragon and we just stepped into this solar expression of Aquarius, right? Power to the people, systems bringing power back to the people. So that's my vision. I love it. I love how specific you've narrowed this vision. I usually, when I ask this question, people get very, you know, worldwide, but you're like, your hands on the mud, you know, it's like, this is the detail. And, da, 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 da. and I love that because that's exactly what we need. Like, you know, we sometimes have these great visions and stuff, 
How do we anchor them? How do we take the nitty gritty and actually do the steps to make it happen? It's not that everybody's going to have that. Some people are the ones that, you know, dream the vision and then people like you come and, and actually build the, the, you know, the foundation and the walls and the plumbing and put the stuff there and the finishing and you are actually on the details. And it's beautiful. You were also talking about sound technology and sound healing. And I totally agree with you. I I 100% believe, and, and I've actually seen that myself, the future of healing is frequency. When we learn how to understand, how do we, how do we put frequencies together in harmonious environments, naturally and organically, everything heals with the proper frequencies. And it's the same thing. That's why we need a next level of music. If you, I'm sure you're aware of, you know, what they've changed of the scale from 440, which is originally 432 hertz of A, right? And changing, using that alternate tuning, going back to a more organic, expansive, flexible tuning and discover so much that has been withheld throughout, you know, at least in the last 300 years of what frequency is and how powerful is that? So I'm really excited to see more of that coming up. And definitely I, I'm seeing that you're going to bring a lot of that through your business too. So now you've already kind of answered this question already. Um, the question I was going to ask is, what are you doing right now to contribute to this vision? But it's exactly what you're doing. So uh, I think unless you want to add something else, but I think that you've already told us exactly what you're doing. Um, I would add a few things. Yeah. Okay. I would add, okay. Bring I would it add on. A couple things. What I would say, um, and and this is like you know we we can get really expansive. I can get really expansive in my visions. I can get really really expansive in my visions. But what I'm really doing is, as we were speaking, I'm a six two. I have a I have a second line in my purpose, and it's the first gene key and the second line. So I dance. That's how I bring about these shifts, um, you know, the the feeling, the, the healing nature of sound, I would say that I am of service to sound. I am in surrender to frequency moving through my body. And I feel myself most in manifestation when I dance. And so it can't be uh, understood or it can be overstated the value of like listening to that expression of how does your body interact with frequency? How do you bring about healing for yourself? And I really am so grateful to Richard Rudd to be able to have this like translated into a, a, a really practical wisdom, you know, it's this really practical magic in the world. So when I um, am in the embodiment part, it's I, I'm dancing. Yeah. And then I lead. I lead other practitioners because although I have this coherent vision of what I'm creating, I need others to be collaborative with me in it. And so I'm humbled to be of service to support other people to show up in the way that they shine best. I primarily work with practitioners and helping practitioners kind of understand so many gifted practitioners have this unworthiness or this fear that they don't have all of the letters behind their name. And so their healing modality maybe isn't sufficient for the world that they want to be of service to, or that the way that we've been conditioned to believe how we need to show up in the world is like really in these like narrow trenches of what's acceptable in whatever field you're in, you know, 
we see this a lot in massage therapy of like, this is what massage therapy is and this is how it heals people. And, and I, I spend a lot of time really nurturing people that are um, wellness practitioners, you know, wanting to move in the direction of healing, wanting to move in the direction of facilitating. I love working with them and helping them understand how they can be collaborative in that and then how we can network and support each other so that as I know your magic, I know how to send people to you. That's beautiful because that's a lot of, I see that also with art artists and, you know, healers is like, they know their thing, but how to connect, how to reach, how to take care of the business parts. So there's, if we come together, people like you that are more into that part can handle that really well, really good can really help deeply. So many practitioners, so many healers out there that are just, you know, all of that stuff kind of like, Maybe they they goes over their head or they cannot even handle it or or it just like and I've seen that in myself I've had to actually tackle a lot of that stuff with my business too but I see that with many people you know very challenging so if we have people like you coming out and actually becoming that you know like manager or some kind of like the, you know the 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 coach you know like you know yeah I can do it or this is how we this is incredibly valuable incredibly valuable um what do you think that we can do to inspire unity among the different groups of the awakening movement mm. unity is um is my radiance it's the highest expression of my radiance and the the year of the dragon the the dragon is a symbol for unity because a dragon is all creatures, right? It's the snake, it's the dog, it's the horse, it's the bird. It's it's all creatures simultaneously merged into one shape-shifting, flying, you know, <laughs> it's, it's an icon, the, the dragon. I believe that the thing that we can do to contribute to unity is to be the first one to, to do something kind in any situation, to initiate um, a warming and a connecting can be so simple. It can be smiling at somebody on the street when you're walking. Um, it, it can be gifting anonymous, anonymously or on purpose or, or putting you know a quarter in somebody's meter so that they don't get a fine. There's so many ways that we can build what's called bhakti, this like collective goodwill. And I, I believe that if we knew our power as humans is that the more collective goodwill we create, the greater world we create. We are by our gestures and by the way that we nurture one another, we're building this new earth from that space. And when I'm in the experience of my nervous system where it's, it, where it's grappling with scarcity and fear and uncertainty, I, I try to do something for someone else, you know, shovel my neighbor's walkway or I, it gets me out of my head and my story of being a victim. It gets me into that frequency of that's not true. That's the wounded space. And it needs it needs to be acknowledged that unrest that's in there. It needs to be recognized. This is how we do this healing of the ancestral work. But 
often it's quite practical and it's it's just choosing to do something kind for somebody else and get out of the way and that propagates you know that becomes something that somebody else sees or they do as well and um, one of my favorite things is when people go to like drive-thrus to get a coffee and they buy like somebody else in the drive-thru like I want to buy that other person the person behind me their coffee and whenever I come to space I don't go to drive-thrus very often but this is like my favorite thing about them is is when people People say like this has been going on for an hour, you know, like the person who received bought the next person in lineup a coffee and that person received and they bought the next person in lineup and coffee. So this is fascinating to me. This is something that I believe humanity doesn't quite recognize the power of like one good gesture. You don't always see where one good gesture goes. It goes, it can travel so far. And it's those good gestures that help us remember our unity. It help, they help us remember we are a tribe. We are a collective. And that's all awakening is, is recognizing, oh, right, I have my separate self. And that's real and that's true. And that's the limitation of my human experience in this nervous system. But I am a greater force that is connected to the entire universe as an expression of consciousness. And remembering that is the moment you turn towards unity. And we get to turn towards unity. It's a deliberate choice to turn towards unity. Wow, how beautiful is that indeed? That's exactly right. Yeah, when we get out of our limited little box of whatever we're stuck in and say, you know, there's 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 something I can do for someone. And, and you know, that paying forward con concept, right? If we start like, that is, that is higher frequency for a new timeline, you know, it's a different future. And you, at that point, you're changing realities with that kind of consciousness. And the more people that come through that and show up with that, and I, I talk about that on my Dark Night of the, Soul, of the Soul coaching, you know, that's literally what gets you out of the Dark Night of the Soul making even though you might be in the darkness you make that decision to help to be of service to care and because the power of love it it's like it's it literally turning on the switch of the of the dark room there's no longer darkness because the light of love transforms everything that embraces so you're doing that for someone else you're doing that for yourself because they don't really exist. They're you. And so you're doing that for yourself. And it's incredibly, incredibly, incredibly beautiful. And I'm so excited that there's people like you, because this is this is my dream, you know, also like seeing more, more and more people like just waking up and say, okay, aren't we done with this, you know, mess of our reality that everybody's just eating each other's heads? You know, like, can't we just evolve? And the answer is always, I evolve. I show up. I do the thing. I'm not going to wait until somebody does it. I do it. And then I don't even expect anybody else to do it. But then the magic happens because it's real and it's organic. Yeah. Well, you are these these people. You are, you know, like it's we so are. sweet to hear you speak because I so see this alive 37, this tenderness, this this wave of tenderness that's traveling through the world and through your voice and how you speaking to these passions and bringing it to the world you are contributing to this and that that five in your life's work that abundance that you know overflowing abundance for leadership and facilitating from that space so yeah it's really sweet to to witness you within this and to be a part of it also we're all one being, one being that is so advanced that it has all these faces and all these jinkies and all these 
projects, but it's all one thing. Yeah. And now, what is there anything else you want to share with people? Um, the, you know, for them to know before we actually like kind of wrap it up right now. Is there anything you're feeling you want to just you know share? Yeah, I, I guess if if this speaks to you and you'd like to work with me, they, I work primarily. I, I teach the gene keys. I facilitate. Um, depending on where you're at, depending on where each person is at. I work with helping people in their activation sequence, or I collaborate on a venous sequence with a somatic relational therapist. We do a lot of um, supporting people in the healing, the heart wounds, um, in teaching us, you know, how to be tender with ourselves and how to be tender with ourselves in partnership, um, as well as individually, you know, this experience of like you, you can do this work as a sovereign being also. Um, and then the pearl sequence, I facilitate like leaders. So I work primarily with people that are already, I don't know, company heads or people that are in charge of a lot of other um, elements of life and, and looking at the core wound and turning the core wound into our core medicine, you know, as we're speaking of the sacred wound that we have that's alive, when we start to speak the language of that wound, it's, it's, it's a really big shifting that happens. So I really like to, to call in people that are interested in like working this way with the gene keys and, and looking at soul work from in a practical way, in a practical, you know, teaching the anatomy of the body, teaching the metaphysics of the body, as well as like recognizing this is a real human experience. And, and just also to share, you know, I am a single mom. I have an autistic son. I am not some grand, big, well-educated, well-resourced you know, person. I am a, I'm a person that's doing this. I am just like anybody else that has victim stories, that has trauma, that has a multitude of challenges that I am landing in every day and that we don't need to put off our work for the world. We just need to do a bit. Whatever you can do as a little bit, it does help. And so, you know, we can't always invest in a $20,000 program. We can't always invest in a big trip or working with, you know, these amazing facilitators that are out there in the world, but we can all contribute. And if you want to be a part of contributing on whatever scale, yeah, reach out to me, follow me. I offer um, lots of coaching for practitioners in particular. Um, and I like to do that for free. So if you follow me on Instagram, I teach like a live class every Friday on just helping practitioners understand how they can work together in this synarchical collaborative nature of where we see the world going. Beautiful, beautiful. And we're gonna put all of those links in the description where all of this is going. We're gonna be going putting this on Rumble and on Jorn.tv. And um, we're gonna she's she's also gonna put it wherever it needs to go. Uh Sarah's gonna take care of that too. So we're gonna put all of those links there. Thank you so much for joining us, Sarah. Thank you so much. It's been an honor and a pleasure to have you on the podcast. And uh I'm looking forward to, you know, doing a second, you know, version at some point and maybe start, you know, connecting with the people that you're working with and building this incredible, really amazing uh, possibilities that happen because people show up with a vision, with an open heart and with the brilliance that we have when we're open to download this amazing future 
that is no longer playing on the field of the limited consciousness of struggle and you know power trips and all that outdated you know foundation masonry work that we've you know put together in order to get to where we are right now yeah thank, thank you so much sarah thank you and thank you for having me and sharing this time and sharing your generous words and helping me get this message out. I'm so grateful to your generosity and being able to speak to somebody that is such a high frequency and there's so much love pouring through you. And I'm just I'm so grateful for your work in the world. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sarah. And for all of you who are listening and who are watching this right now, both because we have it on video and on audio on all platforms, podcast platforms, Go to our homepage, our website, jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv, that's the homepage of the podcast, and you want to find out, we have almost 800 episodes of the Planet Homemaking podcast where we talk about all the stuff about the gene keys, and we have also the pioneers links that you can also find them on Rumble, and you can find them on jorn.tv. And we have interviews with Richard Rod and, and other people from the Jinkies and other places. And we're going to have really amazing people showing up because we're just going to, this is kind of like a, we kind of took a break from doing this for a while, but it's a little bit of a revival. We're coming back to these guests and it's going to really be a lot more of that happening little by little unfolding. Also at the bottom right corner of John.tv, you're going to find the support button. You can find us on Telegram. We have a Telegram chat room. You can join our community there if you have questions or you got anything go there that's the way to contact us we have a telegram news channel where we talk about all the basic human physical stuff that it, we need to pay attention and 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 shift that frequency when we look at this stuff without fear we can actually shift parallel universe and on a different timeline don't have to be looping on the head trips of you know world politicians and all that stuff we do that also on twitter and x and truth social and also for people that are looking to work with the jinkies if you don't already are already working with the jinkies you want to use this tool you can also look at oral coaching programs on the support button we have a one-on-one -on -one call for people who want more detailed explanation of how to work with their hologenetic profile we have a live design coaching for people who want to align every aspect of their lives with their deepest spiritual purpose. We have a very specific coaching program for people who are ready to move through their dark night of the soul, meaning they're ready to make the decision to be of service. And it's also there. And we have a new coaching program for coaches to help you get more clients specifically tailored because of your authentic self-expression. You're going to filter and sift through all the people that are not your specific frequency and connect specifically to you because they are vibrating at your same frequency. And all of that you can find there on Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. So stay tuned. We're going to have more of these pioneers of the Great Awakening uh, sessions with amazing people. And uh, at some point, we're going to get into a schedule, but it's coming. Right now, it's a little bit, you know, here and there, like popcorn. They're popping up here and there. But thank you. Thank you so much for watching and enjoying this time. And thank you to Sarah. And God bless you. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful, beautiful day. Bye-bye.